0: hi thanks for coming hey girl thanks for coming
1: we're off to a great start team good job girls
0: whoopsies make sure to line those tracks up <laughs> Ooh,
1: girl <laughs> all right you guys Well, welcome back to a midweek mini podcast with the TFC pod gang. You guys, so much tea happened this last weekend. We just had to put all this aside so we could just enjoy the Hollislay episode together. But now we're here. The tea is boiling. So let's just get into it. Today, we are going to start with just a couple updates to our Hollislay episode. So um, we'll start with, obviously the Jasmine Masters drama, uh, tea spill, all of that, girl. Basically what happened was Jasmine Masters did this like one hour live stream where she basically said the reason we didn't see her in any of the talking heads or the reason why we didn't see her in a lot of the like, shot like little funny bits was because she walked off set early because shangela was just taking her damn time and like always (laughs) late to everything
2: Uh uh-oh now i mean i guess i get it but does the contract say you need to stay until the end of taping like can we not finish the show and then snatch wigs
1: i mean i feel like I don't know. I feel like I guess I could relate to both of them on different, you know, just in different times. Jasmine also said that there was alcohol, lots of alcohol on set. So maybe Shangela was (laughs) partaking, you know, Uh in that. Maybe. A little messier, maybe.
2: Maybe not being as responsible as she should have. Now, I definitely hate when people are late. I get major anxiety when I'm running late, so I definitely understand that. But I don't know. I guess Jasmine doesn't need the show, but I would want to make sure my full golden bow ensemble had me in it the (laughs) whole time. (laughs) I mean,
0: I feel like what Jasmine is saying is probably true. I mean, shangri is a star now. like, She's on movies and stuff, so she probably just thinks she's like she's got a little bit of the Valentina in her now
2: no. so <laughs>
0: I could totally see Shangela being like okay girls like this isn't going to start until I get here so you can just wait for me mm.
1: yeah which I mean I get it like <laughs> and I understand Shangela, like you know, she has blown up a lot. But at the same time, like I also get it with Jasmine, like there are eight queens there. None, no one's more special than the other. You know, they're all right. great queens. All their times equally as valuable. And <laughs> no. who does Shan, uh, Shang, <laughs> Hey, Reynolds, Uh Who does Shangela think she is for just like making all the rest of the queens wait, RuPaul wait? the entire production <laughs> crew weight. Like yeah. that's expensive. That is really it expensive. Is. And if with the union and the production union, if they go over time, their rates skyrocket, <laughs> you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, I definitely know that part of um, you know, media, but you know, if if I were Mama Rue, I would just snatch that shit out of her check.
1: Well, right, and also apparently from what Jasmine says, is Mama Rue was basically saying like, we need to get this shit on the road. Like, even even Rue was noticing that things weren't staying on schedule and rue was getting annoyed too and i'm surprised rue let it go on that long because i mean i feel like when rue tells you to do something you just don't fuck around like i wouldn't push my limits with her
2: (laughs) right especially because you know it's her show (laughs) yeah and you don't want to burn any of those bridges like drag race is what got you started and if you have that kind of you know As pre-Madonna, pre-Madonna attitude when you walk on sets or show up late, you're not Lady Gaga. You just happen to be a tiny bit of her movie.
1: Right. And I mean, Shangela's been on like 14 seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. So I mean, really, how many more can she be on? (laughs) So Ru's probably Mm -hmm. like, she's done. All right, we're good.
0: (laughs) The one takeaway that I have from this is I can't wait until All Stars 4 starts because... Jasmine is going to be giving us, like, all the tea on, like, behind-the-scenes production. So I'm, (laughs) like, so pumped for it.
1: (laughs) I'm sure. Because I think they taped All-Stars 4 after Hollis Slay. So maybe we'll even get to hear about some Hollis Slay drama on the show on All-Stars 4.
2: Or some trash. Yeah. (laughs) Shangela,
1: just what I thought. Trash. (laughs) (laughs) but um the other thing of note from jasmine's video was that she had grabbed the wrong fabric that she used for her head mask (laughs) and uh so i guess she was planning on using like maybe a more breathable frat fabric so Uh she got really really warm in that fabric and it caused her to sweat her face off so that's why she just didn't slap a wig on and go for it you know Uh. so so that that's why she kept on the the little mask the whole time
2: (laughs) okay all right jasmine (laughs) whatever (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> i mean
1: like reflecting on it she probably had enough time to redo her makeup waiting for shangela but at the same time <laughs> <laughs> you know so that's the tea that's what you missed in our last recap so moving on to the main portion of this episode is of course we're back to the topic of the
0: fiction. <sighs> dun dun dun
1: <laughs> the vixen straight went off on twitter she was having issues with manila luzon who is going to be on all stars four and basically where it i i kind of came into this a little bit late so i think i've pieced the chronology together so bear with me if i get it wrong let us know so this starts with a tweet by the Vixen where she says, you know, this Kevin Hart stuff is yet another reminder of how quickly white people jump on the bandwagon to take out a black figure that they didn't care about in the first place, but never see the issues with their own faves. So we'll discuss that a little bit, but to just kind of start the the timeline, Manila Luzon says Yep, so disregard his homophobic tweets and keep giving him our money. Mm -hmm. So that's how it all starts, basically. And so from there, the Vixen says, you know, she said that, oh, like, Manila is always, like, going into her feed to, like, poke the bear, to quote quote the Vixen. (laughs) And so then the Vixen tweets... Queens like Manila Luzon like to show up and disrupt Convo for a laugh because they have no sense of social responsibility or moral compass. So it's just fun and games for them to JK about things that others take seriously. Plus, I remind her of her ex, so she's obsessed. It's
2: fine. Ugh, Manila's dead fiancé. Sahara Davenport. My goodness. Um, Okay, I just have a couple comments. So, the Vixen, you know, we've defended her in the past, and we've definitely ripped her new asshole in the past on the show, if you want to go back to those earlier episodes. But um, first of all, you know, I don't know if this is autocorrect, but you know, trying to drag people who don't care. She didn't even spell Kevin Hart's last name correctly. Um, So that's one. (laughs) 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 T. Yes. And um, two, you know, I get what she's trying to do, but that delivery is just, I don't know. I get what she's saying for sure. If you're a person of color, you get picked apart. You're under a much greater microscope. Sure. Sure. But, you know, even as I'm sure we'll get into it with Nick Cannon, you know, when you bring up comments like this, it's um, you have to have done your homework. Like there's always backlash and it's really for me and we can get more into it later. It comes down to an old school, new school approach and someone like Kevin Hart or Chelsea Handler, Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, you know, they may not typic they may not know how to respond to the later generations the more current generations and the non-binary the lgbtqia plus movement and what's appropriate and what's not you know it all comes down to intent and um kevin hart is just um on everybody's shit list for more than this right now
1: yeah i mean definitely absolutely and i and I, i totally get what you're saying and vixen's saying i get that because, and I do agree that black people are criticized more just for like the littlest things. But at the same time coming at Manila, I mean, all well, for, let me kind of back up a little bit. All the Queens, they kind of just jab, do, you know, like little sassy comments. I mean, it's Twitter. Yeah. That's what, I mean, I, I do that as a Twitter person. So it's like, I try and make sarcastic, funny things. And so for the vixen to come after manila luzon's dead ex you know partner is really just such a low blow it's really it's a
2: low, low. Blow. yeah it's counterproductive yeah Absolutely. there was no reason
0: for her to go there like and that's the problem with the vixen is she always i feel like she brings up a lot of good points like this whole kevin hart thing i can you know i was kind of on her side a little bit about it, just in the fact that it's like, okay, well, are we holding everyone else accountable for saying things, you know? Like, because when the Kevin Hart news first came out, I was kind of like, I was like, what? Well, it was from 2009. And I had assumed, like, granted, I didn't like go back and look and read the whole information. I was just kind of looking at the headlines. And I was like, oh, well, it's from 2009. Like, I'm sure he doesn't mean it anymore. Like, why are we firing him? Mm-hmm. But then, like, kind of digging into it, it's like, well, his apology is kind of like... Blah. Blah. And you don't really know if he meant meant it. And it's like all they wanted him to do was apologize. So, I guess, like, for me, I wasn't, like, completely outraged by it. Like, I was like, I don't understand really why we're firing him in the first place. But I can see both sides. But Mm -hmm. back to the Vixen, it's like, I can relate to what the Vixen is saying, but like she just takes it to another level it's like well i can't really support what you're saying anymore because you just had to like go and like say this horrible thing And so it's like, you need to like learn how to have a conversation without like tearing other people down all the time. Right? Don't be
2: on the defensive all the time because keep in mind, you know, Manila is a queen of color as well. You know, this could have been a great opportunity for some discussion online between the two of them. But, you know, as soon as that line was dropped, I'm sure Manila lost her shit, but she kept it classy still, you know, classier than the Vixen, unfortunately.
1: Right. And um, just to kind of round out a little bit of the Kevin Hart discussion, I remember when he made that comment at the time. So I didn't go looking for this comment to tear down Kevin Hart. I remember when it happened, and I really have lost all my respect for Kevin Hart at that time. And just from that moment, you know what I did? I just ignored him. I didn't right. send him any hate. I didn't cause him no any trouble, you know. And so, if that's how he feels, and that's how he feels, and I'm not going to support him. So, uh, so I'm not. So I, and I think that was the Vixens part of the Vixens and other people's commentary is that people went looking for reasons to tear down Kevin Hart as a black mm-hmm. man. And I just maybe that is true for some people, but for me, I remember when this situation happened back in you know around 2010 and 2009. And, and I just really have lost all respect for him at that point.
2: Yeah. And for me, like it all comes down to intent. Like I watched a clip of, you know, that pass and the joke started off innocently enough. Like I also have a very straight black father. Like I've heard my share of homophobic, sh- homophobic shit, but then it all comes down to intent with these comedians. Um, there was backlash in the past when Chelsea Handler and, you know, the other ladies of comedy made, you know, jokes like this. I think when you look at the old school comedians, you know, they kind of have to readjust their approach to how they share their commentary on the topic of being gay or being a queer person, because they are going to get much more backlash about who is said or, you know, they are non-binary. Why are you still calling them she? Like sometimes people just don't know. Um, for Kevin Hart specifically, I'll just share this really quick. Um, The most recent tea, his son just turned one. Aw, cute toddlers, yay. Son was born around Thanksgiving, right? So the birthday party theme was cowboys and Indians, and he's, like, tripled down on why this is not problematic. First of all, it's Native Americans, not Indians. And, um, you know, as a person of color, I would hope that you would understand (laughs) another people of color's background and the true history of thanksgiving and the significance i mean sure it's for a one-year-old but did you have to have this theme on a thanksgiving birthday for a one-year-old and your celebrity of course you're gonna get ripped to shreds so it's just like problematica queen problematica
1: right right Absolutely. Yeah. So to move on a little bit from Kevin Hart, the Vixen continues by saying, you know what, I'm deleting that tweet because I do have respect for Sahara and the many people that love her. I let Manila piss me off and I threw a low blow. For that, I'm sorry. And if you can't accept my apology, then you really have learned nothing from this whole experience. And that is on you. I'm also blocking Manila because I'm tired of her game. I've done nothing to her ever, and she keeps showing up on my post to cause drama over it. So, do we take her apology as a genuine? Do we just accept that and move on?
0: I don't even know anymore. Like, the vixen is so frustrating because it's like, listen, like, you went on Twitter, said something stupid. That made no sense and people commented and now you're pissed because people are mad at you. I don't know. It's like if you're going to go on Twitter, then put on your like big girl pants and like be willing to like own up for shit that you say. Like, I don't know. Like, I just think the way that she goes about things, it's like completely like it's always on somebody else right she's like very childish if you don't want to accept my apology you didn't learn the lesson that i just gave you i'm like what you're
2: it's like like, please understand me please hear me but (laughs) i'm not gonna hear you i'm not gonna understand you right you know it's like it works both ways if you want to have a productive conversation vixen you have to be open to what you're putting out there and the critique that comes with it
1: right and to share the other half of this story to show kind of what you're saying about the story and the lesson. So Manila tweets too bad. I've been a big fan of Vixen since I worked with her before her season. Sweet person who I admire for standing up for the injustices in the world. Too bad. Her voice isn't heard because of her poor delivery. I think we all have the ability to grow. She needs more time and real tea Vixen wishes. She was as beautiful as a person As the legendary and talented Sahara Davenport, don't come for our angel. As for Kevin Hart, I'm a big fan of him and his movies, so his homophobic tweets disappoint me. I don't care about the color of his skin, Vixen, but he shows us the color of his soul. I will try even harder to be inclusive of all people's backgrounds and points of view. I get to travel the world and experience different ways of life even if it's only for a brief time. The world is full of people who have more in common with each other than differences. Just to clarify, Sahara Davenport is not my ex. We never broke up. To death do us part. Yeah, yeah that was like super classy. So that really shows a different side of the conversation. It seems like the Vixen kind of holds this race I don't know if this is the right thing to say, so maybe you can correct me, Jamal. But the, I think that the vixen kind of like comes at this, you know, from this place where she kind of like preaches down and tells us how it is. And she tells us this is how the black experience is. This is our struggles. And if you don't learn your lesson, then you're the problem and mm-hmm. she couldn't even have a conversation with me about it she's just like and she's blocked
2: yeah and that's why you know um those of you who are longtime listeners know i'm such a fan of the Reed, and i have plenty of their merch and things and you know they're all team vixen so i think their commentary and they haven't talked about this i'd be curious to see if they talk about it on this week's episode but um You know, they're just blindly Team Vixen. Like, I get all the points that they're saying, but sometimes, to me, again, I've said, we're not all out here living the same Black experience. For me, their approach to the Vixen seems kind of, like, super radical, (laughs) where it's like, okay... But you guys also stand for Monet and you also stand for Bob and Monet and Bob are like firmly in Rue's corner and, you know, other queens are like, you know, all these opportunities being presented to queens of color and nobody's talking about that. So what you said is correct. You know, the Vixen, she means well, but she needs to be open to that bigger picture you know what is manila's experience as a queen of color what is bob's experience as a queen of color instead of digging into that she just goes on to the defensive and you know maybe she'll walk off another stage one day who knows but um we've said before that she needs time and uh that's absolutely right manila she still needs time
1: yeah i mean i was really kind of like Getting back on Vixen's, you know, on her message, on what she's doing, what she, what media she's putting out. But then, like after this, like to me, it's really hard to redeem yourself after making that comment. And I don't have the tweets saved, but the, the basically her thing was I said that comment to piss off Manila because I knew it was gonna piss off Manila, and it wasn't to disrespect Sahara, you know, Sahara Davenport. I just said it to like because she knew that it would set off manila and so basically to use someone that has died i be- i mean i don't know that i don't remember exactly but i believe she died of of aids i'm not mm-hmm. sure i forgot to look up that detail but from my memory of the story she died of aids so to kind of throw that in in her face is just so like trash That's so low. And it's really hard to come back from that in my book, because if you're going to like saying that really makes any of your arguments moot, like it, really damages Mm -mm. your your credibility and respectability
2: yeah and i mean if we really want to get to the nitty-gritty like you know go back to the aids epidemic and you know how it affected people of color specifically and our community as a whole the queer community so it's just again it's like doing your homework thinking before you speak maybe she needs a little pr training but hopefully she will bounce back from this and come correct moving forward
0: and just like i guess one other thought for me before we end the discussion just i think it kind of goes back to right manila's um tweet about saying her delivery is wrong because then the day what vixen is saying about another opportunity for like a black man to be torn down is actually a very valid comment yes because yeah there's lots of instances in our country where that happens including our former president mm-hmm. barack obama um so i think there's a lot of things to think about from vixen's you know just discussion about Kevin Hart. It's just that again, Vixen takes it to a new low where it's like, how can you know? I don't really respect this discussion anymore because you've just turned it into this like trash, like you know, reality TV, like slinging competition or whatever. And it's just like I don't really want to be a part of that. Yeah, right. And it's on Twitter,
1: so neither of them are even making money from it. So, um, right. I actually. I did find that series of tweets that I was just kind of summarizing. So it starts by the Vixen saying, I repeat, they judge my reaction, but never their actions. And she puts that in quote, like it's some sort of historical like quote, like, as I mean, as if it were like a Martin Luther King quote, basically. So to me, it really just it sh- to me, the way I'm reading the tweet is that she kind of sees herself as this, you know, Uh, equivalent or uh, on some sort of similar path as Martin Luther King. Um, So then she says, and what I said did not disrespect Sahara in any way. It was petty to drag her into this. And for that, I'm sorry. I woke up and the first thing I saw was Manila being shady again. So I went off in the worst way, but I did not disrespect Sahara and blocking Manila doesn't cheapen my apology because I'm not apologizing to Manila. I'm apologizing to you guys for bringing up Sahara because my intent was only to hurt Manila. And if I did, then I'm glad. If not, oh well. <laughs> but I don't want her on my page either way. She can text me.
2: That completely cancels the apology. You just said that you <laughs> intended, your intention was to hurt Manila, and that's what you did, but you still somehow. Don't have the, you know, mental capacity to see how what you did inside was wrong. Right. <laughs> right. My God. And,
1: and we don't need the apology. Manila needs the apology because what you said was shitty to Manila. Not... I mean, of course, us as fans of Sahara Davenport were upset too. But you you really need to, to apologize to Manila. And that is actually even... You know, I was reading into the comments to see how people were reacting. And someone um, by the name of at is where I'm smart. I don't know. That's kind of irrelevant. But uh, (laughs) this person says, you really should apologize to Manila for bringing up Sahara. End of story. The Vixen's response is none of your business.
2: Okay. But okay. Yeah, we can keep going on about that. But you know, really what should happen is the Vixen can text Manila you know that's what we can do for really being adults out here
1: yeah i mean it's it's always sad to see queens get into these types of arguments you know these queens they're f- kind of forced to be around each other because they all live in the same world you know being a, mm-hmm. on RuPaul's Drag Race they're not all living in the Vixens' world but I really think that it's sad to see them fighting. I mean, we'll see Manila especially like coming up on All Stars Four, so it will be nice to see her. But yeah, I just it's just it's just a shame, and I don't know. Like to me, I don't know if I can like I have to get back on the on the beginning of the ride to get back to the Vixen redeeming herself again for me personally
2: yeah same here and if i hear anything about it on the read and they're reading another tyra sanchez letter i'll just unfollow the vixen completely because you know there needs to be some kind of responsibility for the things that you say especially when you're out here expecting people to give so much to you and don't talk in circles you know, People got the screenshots, so if you really want to clean things up, you reach out to the person that you hurt, the person you intended to hurt. And yes, all of us RuPaul's Drag Race fans see it, so don't try to save face now
1: yeah i mean a lot of people were saying in the comments they were saying that she's like the next tyra basically i don't think she's that bad yet at least but um but i mean a lot of it was all the comments i were seeing were like you need to apologize they were like a lot of like girl you you fucked up but of course the vixens retweeting the like maybe handful of people that agreed with her which probably only agreed with her just to get fame out of it Hmm. Mm-hmm. so like retweeting Ooh. like three tweets supporting you doesn't make what you said, like, true or a good
0: thing. (laughs) I mean, that's, like, something Trump would do, to be honest. Like, Uh, retweet, like, the one, like, Russian bot that, like, was like, Maja.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, girl. So...
0: You know, the discussion ended up being a
1: little longer than we were hoping, but I mean, really, we wanted to get into the nuances of what was actually going on with those two. So hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll see you know them come together in the future. It's probably a little bit too fresh right now to you know, for them to for those two to to come to an agreement. But I'm I'm want to stay hopeful that they will at least be able to respect each other. But it really just kind of goes to show that the Vixen, you know, has a good message but just is not delivering it well. And when she does stuff like, you know, bringing up someone's dead partner, that really just negates like her cause. And and it really just kind of uh, makes whatever her messages get kind of lost in the wind or whatever you want to say.
0: Yeah, I'm canceling the Vixen's world. So bye.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for now, she's canceled. I'm hopeful that she gets picked up for another season in the future. But yeah. (laughs) We'll see, you guys. So let's take a quick break. We promised you guys a draft for All-Stars 4. So when we get back, we're going to talk to you about All-Stars 4 and break down the draft. All right, we'll be right back. all right you guys welcome back i hope the tea wasn't too much and that you guys didn't get burnt and uh (laughs) so now we are going to get into some fun so that we can end on a positive note with this little mini podcast so we're gonna have our little draft for our all-stars Four. sony why don't you kind of tell us what we're gonna be doing here
0: yeah, so I have put together a fantasy draft along with a point system so that we can draft a team of queens and we will follow along all season and earn points based off different things that the queens do. Ooh.
2: Ooh. Um
0: yeah, so I'm really excited about this. So, I'll just kind of run down through my list of different things that can earn us points. Okay. And then we can kind of like start the draft and uh figure out who's going to be on whose team. Let's do it. So, <laughs> yeah. Um so first off, uh I have 5 points going to the mini challenge winner of the week. Okay. 10 points going to the main challenge winner fun five points for the winner of snatch game so that'll just be like a one episode thing okay two points each week if your queen is still on the show oh yeah so <laughs> so basically you'll just earn two points i like that um five points if the queen is eliminated and comes back
1: Ooh, plot Ooh. twist uh
0: <laughs> 15 <laughs> points if uh, the queen makes the top three. Ooh, party. Um, 30 points if your queen is the winner. That's going to be me, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, 20 points for miscongeniality, which I'm not sure if they'll do that on All-Stars, but I put it in there anyway.
1: Yes.
0: And now, so the rest are all like two-pointers, so... These are all the things that, like random things that can happen, and you would earn two points. So you would earn two points if RuPaul slaps one of the queens. <laughs> or vice um, versa, or just RuPaul? Just RuPaul. Okay. <laughs> like obviously a fake slap, but. Of um, course. You could also earn if Michelle criticizes a queen for relying on that body, <laughs> <laughs> which is bound to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You also earn if Michelle criticizes a queen for not opening it up or being themselves. Oh, God. Uh-oh. You also earn points if a queen wears a kimono for a runway look. Oh, Lord. Oh, shit.
1: Is this uh, aimed at Naomi? Or
0: <laughs> Yeah, I was just like, what is the most annoying thing that happens every season? They wear a kimono. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Nami did like her kimono. Uh you can earn points for if a queen cries and is consoled by another queen during the episode. Ooh. <laughs> nice. You also earn points for a queen forgetting the words to the lip sync. <laughs>
1: Valentina. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, you earn points if queen says Miss Fangie during the episode. Yes. Miss
1: Fangie.
0: Fangie. <laughs> And last but not least, you will earn points if your queen does a death drop during the episode. Oh, crrr. hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, queen. I'm ready. All right. So, the person with the most points at the end of the season wins nothing, probably, but we'll figure that out. <laughs> Bragging rights, I guess. Yeah. Yay! The winner wins the respect of
1: everyone that listens to the podcast.
0: <laughs> You'll win a $25 gift certificate from Panera.
1: You know what? Actually, I'm going to throw in an extra gift if I'm not the winner. And whoever wins will win my <laughs>
0: thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Yay. I can use those. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we kind of talked about this beforehand, but what I want to do is kind of like snake draft style. So basically <laughs> no ASMR <laughs> or AMSR. ASMR I don't. Only, I don't remember. I think Alaska stopped by. I'm not sure. <laughs> um since there's 10 queens and there's three of us we're going to basically pick our top three queens and then the person that gets eliminated in the first episode will basically get the queen that we didn't pick will replace that one is how i kind of want to do it so right
1: so like if the if the queen that we don't pick gets eliminated then we just all keep our queens that we picked but say if i for example have jasmine master she gets eliminated the first round the other one that is not claimed will come to me
0: right okay so let's start the draft seth i guess you can go first i mean i am the best so
1: (laughs) (laughs) so I think that my first pick. I, I thought about this. Um, I kind of am going to pick one of the people that I said was going to be my top three for um, the Meet the Queens episode. So my first pick is going to be Manila Luzon because I think she's going to be really solid in this uh, in this
2: battle.
0: Nice. Okay. So Jamal, what about you?
2: Okay. I know she's not in the top three I mentioned, but I'm going to go ahead and pick my Queen Naomi to see if she can prove me wrong. Ooh. You got this, Naomi?
1: I think she's going to do really good, Jamal. I
2: have a feeling. Ooh, she's That is a good pick.
1: She was going to be one of my huh. picks, so it's going to make things interesting.
2: <laughs> I'm being strategic here.
0: He's so shady. <laughs> Let's see. So for me, so this is the snake draft part. Since I'm third, I get to pick the, the third and the fourth. Um, oh, shit. So I'm going to go with Valentina Obvi because she's <laughs> my fave. You can have
2: her. <laughs> I'd like to keep it on, please.
0: Um, And then I am going to pick pheromone for the crying (gasps) moments because i figured there'll probably (laughs) be lots of crying with her ah okay (laughs) okay. i didn't think (laughs) about that strategy actually so you might win because of this pick good one all right so now the snake part is complete so it goes back to
2: jamal so he'll make the fifth pick okay i'm gonna go ahead and take miss trinity the tuck good pick
0: interesting yeah she was in my top three All right, so now, Seth, you get to make um, the next two picks.
1: Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, man, this is hard (laughs) because there's like three other queens
0: that I want.
2: (laughs) It is getting tough. So do you want me to
0: list out the ones that are left?
2: Let's give the listeners a rundown of who's who is left on the playground at the moment. Okay,
0: so so right now we have five of the ten picks. So the people left are Gia Gunn, Jasmine Masters, Latrice Royale, Monet Exchange, and Monique Hart. Okay.
1: All right. So oh God. <laughs> There's one queen <laughs> that I want on my list, but I don't know if that's the right one to pick. All right, all right. No okay. pressure. The first queen that I'm going to pick is also a queen that was in my top three. So I feel like I have to pick her and that will be Monet Exchange.
2: Ooh. Damn.
1: (laughs) I was for sure Jamal was going to pick her last round. So I thought I wasn't even going to have a chance to Uh, get her. Um, She got me. My other natural reaction is to pick Monique Hart because I love her so much. However, I'm trying to think strategically here. So, I'm going to pick as my second pick, Gia Gunn.
0: Ooh, that's also a good one. All right. So, now it goes back to Jamal. We have three left. Jasmine, Latrice, and Monique.
2: Okay. Um, (laughs) I... Ooh. Ooh. This (laughs) is harder than I thought it would be. I know.
1: They're all three really (laughs) great.
2: (sighs) Okay. I will not hold us up. Um, I am going to go ahead and select um, Miss Mama Latrice. Dang it. That was <laughs> what I was hoping to pick. <laughs> it was between her and Monique for me.
1: Yeah, girl. I mean, obviously, we don't want Monique to go unpicked because she's the fave. But, I mean, it could be beneficial to go with Jasmine as far as, you know, some of the categories you you've selected points for.
0: I don't know. I What's know. What's going to happen? Uh-huh. Well, that's the thing, because... So here's what I'm thinking between Jasmine and Monique. So, like, I could see Michelle criticizing Jasmine for relying on that body. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just don't... I feel like... I don't know. I feel like, if I'm looking at it, though, I feel like Monique has a better chance of winning the main challenges. So, I think... I think I need to go with Monique because I feel like she has a better chance of making it to the top and winning challenges each week. So I'm going to go with Monique.
1: All right, girl. Oh, that was so hard. Wow. I didn't really expect it to be that hard. That
0: was tough. Let me kind of summarize who we've got picked on here just for our listeners. So on Team Seth, we have Gia Gunn, Manila Luzon, Monet Exchange. And then for Team Jamal, we have Latrice Royale, Naomi Smalls, and Trinity the Tuck Taylor. Yes, yes, yes. And then for Team Stony, we have Valentina, Monique Hart, and Farah Moan. Oh, with Jasmine being unpicked. She's our <laughs> wild
1: card girl. So if she's eliminated first, then she's just gone. But if one of the ones that we already picked go home first, then she will come to our team. And any points that Jasmine Masters would have earned in episode one are null and void. And she will only start to accumulate points starting from the point where she enters someone's
2: team. She's a lovely... Ninth alternate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Girl, I don't know. I feel like we probably fucked up for not picking Jasmine, to be honest, but we'll see. I
2: I feel like I lost some karma points, so we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, I'm like really pumped for this because like I'm going to um, like each week, I'm going to just like tally up our points as like I watched the episode. Mm-hmm. So like, I think it'll be fun each week to just kind of have like a short segment and we can kind of like yeah. say, Oh, here's what happened and who's in the
2: lead. Like this will be very cool. And um, pay attention listeners because I hope you all have been checking out thanksforcomingpodcast.com. We'll post the weekly updates under a new category and tab on the website. So you can easily access our scores and keep track of them as the weeks go on and maybe play along if you want.
1: Yeah, girl, what category are we on right now? What category? on right now.
0: <laughs> 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 yes. but yeah, why don't,
1: why don't you guys pick your team, too? You guys can get in on this, you know, let us know what your team is, let us know how they're doing throughout each episode, or if you want to just pick one of us, if you think one of us has a solid team, you can just be like Team Seth or Team Jamal or Team Stoney, whatever, whatever you want to do. But we'd love for you guys yeah. to, to participate in whichever way you choose. So... That was real fun, Stony. Thank you for putting together the uh, draft. I had a good time. Hopefully you guys all enjoyed listening.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really fun. Um, if you're a new listener or if you've been around for a while and just haven't gotten around to it, remember to rate us on iTunes and anywhere you get your podcast. and shoot us an email from time to time, tfcpod at gmail.com. Let us know how your week's going and share that trade. Please share the trade
1: yeah girl (laughs) let us know what you think of our picks if you want to so all right well let's just go ahead and wrap this up this was supposed to be a midweek mini podcast but we just had a lot to to kind of catch up on before (laughs) i go on vacation so hopefully you guys enjoy this and um i will see you in a couple weeks and jamal and sonny will see you real soon and until then Bye. bye